Hello and welcome back to another edition of Jake's Takes. I am your host, Jake Masucci, and this is the fifth episode of the podcast. I want to thank you all for all the great support that you guys have given me. I'm looking at the plays right now, and it's looking really good. Like, this is better than anything I could have ever expected. So I wanted to thank you all for listening. I really appreciate all the great support you guys have given me. I mean, everywhere I go, I hear people saying, Jake, you got to record another podcast. You're doing awesome. I really appreciate all the support you guys give me. And, you know, it really just helps helps these podcasts keep helps the podcast grow. And it really makes me feel good. So I really appreciate you guys. And thank you for all the support. All right. We got a loaded podcast for you today. I was going to talk about NBA, but we got to shift over because we have some breaking news. Tom Brady just retired and we got to talk about Brady and his impact on the NFL. So I get into that a little bit. And then we're going to shift over. There's some coaching hire news. I get into Sean Payton going to the Broncos. And I get into D'Amico Ryan going to the Texans. Talk about just those two. There are some open vacancies that I'll probably get to on another podcast. They, they should be happening soon as the Cardinals and the Colts. I heard that the Cardinals are actually interviewing the Bengals defensive coordinator, Lou Amarumu. I probably said that wrong. But again, like I said on podcast, it's the Bengals defense coordinator, really good. They're also interviewing Bruce Cal. I think it's Bruce Callahan. He's the offensive coordinator for the Bengals. Those two. So look for them if they get hired by the Cardinals. And then the Colts are looking at Jeff Saturday and other potential targets. So watch out for those. I'm not going to get into those today. I'm just going to talk about D'Amico Ryans and Sean Payton. So anyways, that's our plan for Jake's takes for today. And I'm going to cue the music. Enjoy. All right. Welcome back into the show, everybody. I'm going to start by talking about the breaking news. Tom Brady has officially retired from football kind of nuts kind of nuts because last year same day february 1st 2022 tom brady did the same exact thing retired from football and we were all like man lad last year at this time what a great time to retire and then there was all this speculation will tom brady come back will won't he come back i don't know what's going on and he comes back and i think he wishes that he did not come back because that might have been the season from hell for him that was really tough to watch that team throughout the whole year they ended up seven and nine just not good not good or i think it ended up being eight and nine eight and nine Forgot about the extra game. But just not a great season. Ended up losing to the Cowboys in the playoffs. And maybe not the end of the career that Tom Brady would have imagined for himself. And he got divorced. Like, just really a bad season. 
His O-line didn't give him any protection. Brady actually, numbers-wise, it didn't look great, but he had a good year. You could just tell that he didn't have the time that he used to have. He didn't have the weapons he used to have. Just things weren't going well for Brady. Like, you could just tell his team wasn't built for him. And it's just hard to win that way when your team's not good anymore. So I am... I didn't blame him too much. I didn't think he had a bad season at all. I just think his team was really bad, and they probably shouldn't even have even been a playoff team. That division is just was just pitiful, and I can't. Even, who's the best quarterback in that division now? Sam Darnold. That's probably who the best quarterback is now, or Jay Boo, my guy Jay Boo. But like that division's rough now. But we'll get to that in another episode. This is about Tom Brady. So. Tom Brady is going to go down as the GOAT, the greatest of all time. And there's no discussion whatsoever for anybody else. Just look at look at the records he has. He has most games won by a player, 251. Most touchdown passes to different players. Most wins on the road by a quarterback. Most wins at home by a quarterback. He's ridiculous. He won the MVP at 40. He's the oldest MVP of all time. He has the most pass completions of all time, most passing attempts, most touchdown passes. I could go on and on all day, and that's just his regular season numbers. In the playoffs, the dude has seven Super Bowls, most all time. That's really all you need. All you need. Dude's just unbelievable. I really respect, I really respect him. He's just a really good quarterback, and I think he's a great person. I respect him a lot. I'm going to be honest, though, as a fan, I wasn't the biggest fan of Tom Brady. And I think it was more me just being a young fan. I kind of I grew attached to football more like 13, 14, where like I knew what was going on and knew what was happening. That's kind of where I base it on, so like the 2016 season. So we're going to do a little exercise of me going through his years of me following him just in a second. But like, so in that time, I didn't love him just because most of my friends loved him and I want to be different. And I was 13 years old. So seeing the winner win all the time, like watching Alabama win all the time or watching the New England Patriots win all the time, it's like, I want to see something different. So perfect example, 2016 season, Tom Brady was unbelievable. Team was easily the best team. He was actually hurt a little bit this year. He went 11-1 and as the starter when he was in. He had 28 touchdowns and two picks. Guy was just ridiculous. But a perfect example of me rooting against Tom Brady is who they played in the AFC Championship this year. They played the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I love the Jaguars because the Jaguars used to be horrible. And they t- really turned it around with a great defensive ads. They got Jalen Ramsey, Yannick Ngakwe, Clayus Campbell was young. Like, these guys were good. They were really good. And I really loved the Jaguars. This was my team then. And they gave the Patriots a scare in the AFC Championship, but it's Tom Brady. So Tom Brady went out, got the W there, and playing the Super Bowl. Let's see who they played. Oh, they played 
they played Atlanta in the Super Bowl. And he turned in the greatest comeback in NFL history. The greatest comeback in Super Bowl history. Down 28-3 in the second half and ended up winning the Super Bowl 34-28. Just absolutely ridiculous. Unbelievable. He ended up 43 for 62 from the field, 466, two touchdowns, one pick. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Just unbelievable. Respect the respect the hell out of it. Like Tom Brady, unreal in this game. Unreal. And they won the Super Bowl. This was now his fifth ring. And you hear all of this, he just tied Joe Montana, like, oh my gosh, you you gotta consider Tom Brady the GOAT. That was all that was all the talk. All the talk. So let's go into the next year. Twenty seventeen. Tom Brady turns in another spectacular year and stays healthy the whole year. He goes for four thousand five hundred seventy seven yards, thirty two touchdowns and eight picks. Incredible, incredible. And guess what? To top it all off, at 40 years old, he wins MVP of the National Football League. Ridiculous. That's just incredible right there. Absolutely incredible. And Patriots go and win the AFC and are back in the Super Bowl. But with standing in their way, is the Nick Foles-led Eagles. This Eagles team was really good throughout the whole year. Had an unbelievable defense. Carson Wentz was the MVP of the league and an incredible quarterback at this time. For anybody that says Carson Wentz wasn't incredible this year, just look at his numbers. He was ridiculous. He won. He was basically the MVP of the league and then got injured. There's nothing you can do. Nick Foles inherited an amazing team. And... Doug Peterson came in with a great game plan and was able to beat the Patriots. And Tom Brady was no slouch in this game at all. He went 28 for 48 for 505 yards, three touchdowns, and was ridiculous. They ended up losing 41 to 33. But this is no knock on Tom. Tom was unbelievable in this game. 505 is the most he had in a game other than the year before with the Atlanta. But the Atlanta one's going to be remembered because they came down from 28-3, which is just incredible. All right, let's get to 2018, where Brady is going to make his third straight Super Bowl. That is wild. Absolutely wild. This year he went 11-5. was very good this year. He had 29 touchdowns, 11 picks. Picks were a little up, but he still had 4,355 yards passing. And he was really good this year. Really good. Really good. And this was the year that my guy Patrick Mahomes turned into a stud. He turned into a guy. I think this was the first year he was starting. And they met each other in the AFC Championship and played an incredible game. Absolutely incredible. Back and forth throughout the whole game. And Brady led a drive to get him up by three. And Mahomes then went right back at him and tied the game. Forced it in overtime. And guess what? Patriots won the toss. Patriots went down and scored. Game over. It happens. I complained about it at the time. 
But you didn't see many Chiefs fans complaining. Like, it's the rule. It was the rule at the time, and it is what it is. That's why I was so mad about when Buffalo fans had the same thing happen because it wasn't as big of a deal when it happened to KC in 2018. It just wasn't. Like, some people brought it up, but it wasn't that big of a deal. And, you know, it happens. Then New England went on, played the Rams in probably one of the most boring Super Bowls ever that I'm not really going to cover too much because it was two teams that were just really good at defense and there wasn't many scoring. There was one touchdown in the game. Brady didn't throw it. He had 262, zero touchdowns, one pick. He's solid. Nothing crazy. But they won the game 13-3. And give Brady his credit. That is his sixth Super Bowl. That's crazy crazy right there let's get to 2019 Brady's last season with the Patriots and he was pretty good he was pretty good they went 12 and 4 and he was solid 24 touchdowns eight picks he looked really good throughout the year 4057 yards passing looked solid and looked very solid you know nothing to complain about there and then he meets in the playoffs this year he meets the Tennessee Titans at home after the bye and this Titans team was they were flowing they were really good they were really good actually I don't think they had the bye this year scratch the bye played the Titans at home and this Titans team Mike Vrabel came in with an excellent game plan and they outplayed him and won and you could tell a little bit throughout the year that there were some suspicions that Brady would leave and he was getting sick of Belichick and things of that nature. And guess what? He did leave. He went to Tampa Bay the next year and he and Belichick had a little bit of conflict. Not too much conflict that was reported. I think they're on speaking terms. I think they're okay. But I think Brady just wanted a new challenge. Went to Tampa Bay. And this Tampa Bay team would now load it. Absolutely loaded. Unbelievable. And guess what? Tampa Bay just rolled. They were really good this year. Ended up going 11-5, and like solid. They were a wild card team at this point. But at the beginning, they struggled. And then they turned it on late. Like Brady rolled late in the year. He ended up with 4,633 yards passing, 40 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. That is a really good year. Really good year. That's Those 40 touchdowns were the most he had since 07. And the weapons he had were insane. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. These guys were flowing. Absolutely flowing. And get going into the playoffs, Brady just looked ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. They went 4-0, didn't have a bye, didn't have nothing. They just went through teams, absolutely went through teams, kept dethroning quarterbacks left and right, beat Breeze, beat Rodgers. Like, he was absolutely flowing throughout the whole thing. I think they beat Heineke the first round. The command Commanders now, they, I think they were the football team then. But I love that name. Okay, anyway, then they played Mahomes in the Super Bowl. And I was a, the biggest Chiefs fan you'll find back then, and I wanted nothing more than to beat Brady in the Super Bowl. And that did not happen at all. Brady wrecked us. Absolutely wrecked us. 
That score ended up being 31-9, but it was not close throughout the whole game. Brady went 21 for 29. He had 201 passing and three touchdowns and just was ridiculous. That's his best passer rating in a Super Bowl ever. Like, it was just easy. The Chiefs defense wasn't that good then. And the be- the Bucks defense was really good this year. And Mahomes had no help on the line. He had no help. He was pressured all the time. If you watch highlights of that game, it's Mahomes running around for his life. He couldn't do anything. It was just absolutely rough. So now getting to his last two years, Brady, the next year, he had a another pretty good season he ended up with 5,316 yards which is the most in his career but I want to get back to the fact that yeah no most in his career I want to get back to the fact that they changed it to 17 games this year and this Tampa Bay team looked pretty good they were 13 and 4 like this was still a for real team they were still very good Brady had 43 touchdowns this year 12 picks so Brady's still flowing like highest peak level and then they just ran into the Rams and they came back they made a great comeback tied the game and then Stafford threw an unbelievable ball to Cooper Cup and the and the Rams got a field goal and won the game then the Rams went on to win the Super Bowl feel like it's a perfect way to end your career you're still at the top of your game you're still flowing you know all that you're still the guy but, and Brady retired, like I said, mentioned in the open. He retired. And then he came back 40 days later. Wanted to play again. And this year just wasn't the year to play. They ended up 8-9. He threw 25 touchdowns, 9 picks. He threw for 4,694 yards. Still great year. Great year. But it just wasn't the same. His QB rating dripped from, dropped, sorry, dropped from 102.1 to a 90.7, which is just tough, really tough, and just wasn't there, it wasn't there, first game, lose to the Cowboys, just a rough end to a great career, Tom Brady ending up with seven rings, and is a go to football, this guy's unbelievable, unbelievable, I respect the hell out of Tom Brady, he is absolutely the GOAT. And nobody should be saying anything otherwise. I think it was really cool to go back over just how good Tom Brady was. Because in those Super Bowl runs, this guy was at the top of the NFL and was just ridiculous. I remember talking to my friends, and they were all Brady fans. And they are like, this guy's insane. And I just didn't respect the greatness because I wanted it to lose. I was a young fan. You know, it is what it is. But now... I'm a little older, I'm still 19, so I'm on the young side still, but I still see this and I'm like, wow, I'm going to miss this when it's gone. And now it's gone. So I think we're all going to miss Tom Brady and I wanted to give him his proper farewell on this podcast. I'm going to take a quick little break and then we're going to get to the NFL coaches. There were some coaching hires that I want to get into, but farewell, Tom Brady. Thank you. Right, let's get to some NFL news now. We're going to shift over to the head coaching news. We had a couple hires happen in the past few days. We had Sean Payton getting hired by the Denver Broncos. 
This one kind of shocked me, to be honest. I I wasn't sure if Sean Payton would land anywhere this year. He was, you kind of see it, saw him like weighing his options, and there was a lot of news that he'd be waiting for a good quarterback, a team with a good quarterback to open up, so like Dallas Cowboys or something like that. You saw a lot of things with the Dallas Cowboys reported with Sean Payton, but we heard all week that he was talking to the Denver Broncos, and on Tuesday, the Broncos and the Saints were finally able to make something happen. So for those of you that don't know, Sean Payton, in a normal coaching situation, normally the coach is just open, so he'll just go to another team and be hired and that's that like the other team doesn't have to give up anything for him but in this case he was still under contract with the Saints so if Sean Payton were to return to coaching and nobody wanted him let's say he'd just go back to the Saints which is kind of weird but it's just how it worked so the Saints and the Broncos actually agreed to a trade in this sense the Saints agreed to terms to trade head coach Sean Payton to the Broncos in the deal the Saints receive 2023 first round pick number 29 overall and a 2024 second round pick from the Broncos in exchange for Payton and a 2024 third round pick. So that basically means that the Saints, basically if you're the Broncos, you traded Bradley Chubb, the guy that you traded to Miami for Sean Payton. That's pretty much the deal because what they did is during the season they traded Bradley Chubb for a first round pick from the Dolphins I think they got more in it but like the main thing was this 2023 first which is number 29 overall that I just said but now that's in New Orleans so to be honest it's kind of a solid trade you didn't really give up too much you probably just gave up a second and you got a third back so that's okay you didn't give up too much Bradley Chubb, very good defensive player, which is kind of tough. But your defense showed you that it's still going to be around. This defense was really good last year, and I think it'll be very good this year coming into it. But let's talk about Sean Payton coming into Denver. This is going to be really interesting because a lot of people's opinions of Russell Wilson has gone down the tank, including mine. There's a lot of bad stuff coming out with him. It's like him and his teammates. You saw ex-teammates really push into him. The Seahawks had like a whole revenge story, not really liking Russell Wilson. And it's kind of a revenge story because Geno Smith got them to the playoffs and they didn't need Russell Wilson. And Russell Wilson went to Denver and stunk like really bad. So... I think this is a last-ditch effort to make this work for the Broncos because if Sean Payton doesn't work, I don't think anything's going to work because this offense needs some work, man. Uh, I think Gus brought up a good stat. It might have been in the Jake and Gus podcast, but when we were talking about the Broncos, he was saying that if the Broncos scored over 20 points per game, they would be an over 500 team, which is really a telling stat showing you how good their defense is And if their offense was just even above normal, they'd be a good team. So I think with the Sean Payton hire and how much he knows about football, his scheme is going to be able to make this offense better and make the Broncos contenders. So I think this is a really good hire by the Broncos because I think 
even if Russell Wilson isn't as good as he used to be and they have to make a lot of scheming in order for them to win, I still think it's going to be good because Sean Payton's going to find schemes to help open up the run game, make Javante Williams, who they lost to an ACL injury, remember that, make him more more mobile and like able to get holes you know because their run game it was stuffed all year they couldn't run the football which means they had to rely on Russell Wilson and Russell Wilson couldn't give them anything so it was just a difficult situation last year because there was just nothing to do and let's be real Nathaniel Hackett he had no idea what he was doing he's a great coach I think I think he's going to he actually got hired by the Jets, if you didn't know. He's now their offensive coordinator. He's going to be an excellent offensive coordinator. This guy knows football. He absolutely knows football. He worked with Aaron Rodgers for a long time. He knows football. He's going to do great in New York. But getting back to the Broncos, I think with Sean Payton, it's really going to help open up their run game. And I think Russell Wilson will be a little better for it. Because I Payton's going to try to take the pressure off of Russell Wilson and help him with the run game. And if the run game gets going, man, you just need Russell Wilson to throw the ball, what, 25 to 30 times? And if he throws it 25 to 30 times, just make completions. Make him a game manager. If he's if he's not turning the ball over and he's doing a good job game managing, then people will start overrating him again because that's just how it works. They'll start overrating him again and he'll become a good quarterback again. And people will start to like him again. That's just how it works. But if somebody's playing bad and... They look like they're being selfish and they look like they don't really know what they're talking about and not really gelling with their teammates, then everybody's going to bash them. That's just how it works. I bashed him for a little bit. I saw the stories and I was like, who would want to play with that guy? Just nobody would. But overall, I'm rooting for the Broncos. I like Sean Payton a lot. I'm not sure about Russell Wilson, but I love the Broncos defense and I respect the hell out of the defense just coming back every year and being a top tier team in the NFL. Like it's really impressive to me how they just keep doing that over and over and over again. I really respect the Denver Broncos. All right, let's move on to the other hire. The Texans hired D'Amico Ryans. I talked about him a little bit after the NFC Championship. He's the defensive coordinator for the 49ers. I was giving him a lot of props for the way their defense played all year. This was easily, the 49ers defense was easily the best defense in football, and he deserved this job. He got a six-year contract from the Texans. And I think this is going to be a really good hire for Houston. There's not much I want to talk about here because Houston was easily the worst team in football they ended up with the second overall pick which kind of sucks if you're a Houston fan but you're still going to get the quarterback that you want I'm thinking they'll go Bryce Young but I'm going to wait to tell you who I like best out of that quarterback class we'll do a huge mock draft thing that I'll bring some people on for so don't you worry about that we'll that's for another one and we'll talk about the Texans a little more there but getting to D'Amico Ryans, I really think this guy can help build a program here, which will really be good. I think he's going to look for the defensive side. When I talked about the Texans in my preseason thing on 
for the Jake and Gus podcast. I really like the young guys they got on defense. They got a nice cornerback in Derek Stinley Jr. from LSU. I think he's very good. They had some young pieces to build upon on the defensive side of the football. And I think D'Amico Ryans will allow them to build that defensive side. And I think you can see the Texans like creeping to become a little better, a little better, a little better. But what the ownership has to do is they have to be patient. They have to allow Ryan's to really develop the team because it's going to be a, it's going to be difficult. Like it's going to be a step-by-step process. I don't think the Texans will be one of the best teams in football come next year. I don't think it's going to happen in 2 years, but it might happen in 3, it might happen in 4. You just don't know with this. I think it's going to be a long rebuild. You got to take your time and trust D'Amico to get the job done. Okay, that's going to wrap it up for Jake's Takes today. Thank you so much for joining joining me on the podcast today. Really some great NFL news. I'll probably hit you with a podcast coming up soon in the NBA. I owe you an NBA podcast. Thank you so much for joining me, and I will see you soon.